0: Here we are again, springing into spring. It is no joke, but it is Saturday, the 1st of April, would you believe? For my Lord, where is the year going? It is 9 o'clock, of course. That means only one thing, as all jazz fans around the world know it is time for jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself,
1: age. And me, Chris. Yes, and this week's show, as we spring into April, there's no time for fooling around as it's just a week to go until Easter. As usual, the shops are overflowing with chocolate eggs, daffodils, tulips and one of my favourites, Simnel cake. Snap them up while they're there, though, because once they're gone, we'll be into correlation madness until the 6th of May. Then it'll be Halloween stock, and by August we're back to the big C. So, H, what's been egging you on this week, and what's just left you hot and cross? <laughs> well, there's uh, this very day, uh, there is a new one out. In fact, yesterday, 31st, almost
0: this day, is now Ingrid Laubrook allow for a Monday if you're allowing for post, has a new one out on Paraclastic Records. I haven't heard from Ingrid for a long time. Plenty of great new stuff coming through on ECM. We're going to hear a new one from uh, Ralph Alessi. And a birthday boy, which was a week or so back, a biggie, and I missed it all together, so I'm going to do it anyway.
1: And for me, something new. We praise the sun. We go skywards and with something we've all seen rather too much of over the last couple of weeks to start. Neblina, or in English Fog. Here's Constella, the Damian Coca Jazz Orchestra. <laughs> The title track from the debut release from Constella or the Demian Koker Jazz Orchestra, founded by Swiss composer Demian Koker, who says a teacher once told me I'd have to stop forming bands with friends in order to be successful. It took me six years to realize this was totally wrong for me. Constella is an orchestra consisting of musicians with whom I feel a connection on both a personal and a musical level. And Constella's goal is not success per se, but to create meaningful music that offers listeners a space in which they can unfold their imagination and I realise bringing 17 musical friends together and playing my music with them is all the success I need. Taking his inspiration from Gil Evans and Maria Schneider, Coker has formed an orchestra which deserves success, I think, in every sense of the word, and I, for one, can't wait to catch them live. They are touring at the moment. Neblina is out now on the Sona record label, and many thanks to them for sending us a copy.
0: Good stuff, nice opener, always nice to hear a good-sized band like that. Ingrid Laubrook coming up next. We hadn't had her on the programme, I think, for some time, certainly under her own name. Uh, we first uh, came across her when she was part of the Fire Collective. She'd started out in Germany, played there, then moved to the London scene for several years, where she was very active with the Fire Collective and with some of her own bands, and then decided to relocate to Stateside, New York, where she's been ever since, and carving out a name for herself in experimental, fusion, jazz ensembles, stuff at the cutting edge, or certainly at the more expensive experimental side of the music in many ways. She's got her latest one out uh, I said today, yesterday actually was you actually will find it now online I assume 31st of March. It was uh, out on Paraclastic Records it features Maz Swift uh, Tomika Reed, Brandon Seabrook Michael Fermanek and Tom Rainey it's called uh, Quiet or the Last Quiet Place and this is a track called Anticipation (laughs) aren't you? You're not going to be dancing to it any time soon, but, you know, that's the case of quite a lot of modern jazz, I dare say, no particular beat or rhythm there that you're going to tap your feet to. But that is her style. It's very much, as I say, the more experimental, what used to be called the avant-garde style, perhaps, uh, cutting edge, and that's her style. I quite like it, I must admit. It's quite fresh, it's different, or something interesting to listen to. The Last Quiet Place is the name of the album out on the Pyroclastic Records, and thanks to Anne Braithwaite for sending that one through to us as ever. Uh, a good player, it's based on uh, a book by um, uh, Colbert, I think it is, a uh, The Sixth Extinction and Under a White Sky, and there's an argument uh, from her that there's this mass extinction underway and uh, mankind, basically there's no place left unpolluted by mankind, and that might have been the way it's been for a long time, according to the writer Elizabeth Colbert, and her Pulitzer winning book, The Sixth Extinction, extinction and An Unnatural History. And uh, she's taken this idea and saying, well, you know, th- I'm concerned now there's nothing untouched or functions the way it's meant to. And there's no longer any places that are totally pristine other than that quiet space within yourself. And uh, Maz Swift is uh, on a cello there. Um, I beg your pardon, actually. Uh, he's on violin, Maz Swift, the cellist is to Miko reed guitarist uh, Brandon Seabrook, Michael Thamaniuk, bass drummer, Tom Rainey. I think might be the other half of Ingrid Lybrook, I could be wrong, and Ingrid herself. And like I said, that one was out yesterday. If you like your jazz a bit more experimental, check it out
1: interesting actually I think there's so much uh, strings and third stream come to that coming into uh, modern jazz today there's a lot more with string quartets or with various different uh, lineups that of seems to be in at it? the moment very is, in, very, very, very yeah, popular yeah. Yeah, but, um, but yeah if uh, on the other hand you feel that you need to get that uh, leather tapping somewhere when a band calls themselves the heavy hitters they better be confident about such a bold claim and with a lineup like this more of which later perhaps they can afford to be from the band's self-titled debut album this is something new <laughs> new. This is something new from The Heavy Hitters, their self-titled debut release, The Heavy Hitters, on the Cellar Music Label, with a sleeve design looking awfully like mid-60s Blue Note to me, and recorded actual fact in the Rudy van der Gelder's former studio. You can see exactly what kind of audience they're targeting, and for me, this is a direct hit. The band is the latest project from pianist and organist Mike Ladon and boy, can he pick'em? Eric Alexander and Vincent Herring on saxes, Jeremy Pelt on trumpet, Raleigh Michik on guitar, Peter Washington on bass, and Kenny Washington on the drums. No relation. Peter born in 64 in LA, whereas Kenny hails from New York and was born in 58. But despite six years and 2,800 miles between them, they play like music musical brothers from another mother. Rounding up the set, Ted Mike LaDon on piano on that track, but also some fine Hammond playing. If you like your jazz straight up, then this is a post-bop treat. Thank to Lisa Reedy Promotions for sending us that.
0: This is Jane Ara Bloom, and you're listening to Jumpin' In with Chris and H on Manx Radio. liking that one residue that's called the latest from the ralph alessi quartet the album on ecm's called it's always now came out the middle of march around about the 17th of march i haven't really had a chance if i'm honest to get to grips with the whole album i've listened to a few tracks some much more spacious and ethereal that is one of the faster tracks on the album uh, I enjoyed it very much indeed As not that uh, says in the New York Times Alessi's trumpet tone conveys a rounded luminescence sounds a bit like Thomas Stanko from time to time too that sort of slight growliness as well uh, like the moon in full phase says uh, Nate and his technique is an astonishment of fluency there's absolutely no doubt about that he's now a resident I thought he was still stateside he's actually resident in Switzerland where he's been since august of 2020 and he says it's given me an opportunity to collaborate with a new mix of musicians who I hadn't had the pleasure of playing with before i strongly believe in the benefit of change and uh, here he is in the com- company of uh, florian weber or weber i think it probably will be uh, on piano uh, another ecm artist uh erster on double bass jerry hemingway who used to play if memory serves Clarics with Anthony Braxton on drums and yeah it's always now I'll be listening to more of that one and another great we're in a purple patch
1: seems of ECM releases Yeah, nice to come back into another really, really strong phase, as you say. Uh, Not that they ever went away, to be frank. There's not been bad ECM releases, but certainly mid-70s was a purple patch and at the moment very much seems to be the same and a nice loping groove to that track. Really, really good. Next from me, a musician I've been following since I picked up his 2014 release, Jazz Racine Haiti. But actually, his debut, Immersion, was back in 1999 and he has now some 11 albums to his name. The latest is called The Harlem Suite. From Jacques Swartzport, his Sun Salutation. son salutation there from saxman Jacques Swartzbart. recently released the Harlem Suite he says the Harlem Suite was a childhood dream of coming to New York from my little island of Guadeloupe and becoming a jazz musician the tunes and arrangements celebrate each step of this perilous but rewarding journey during the 20 years I've spent in this iconic part of New York and over the years he's made some good choices as friends as the undectet who knew that was a thing an undectet how many musicians is that a non dictat or under. none. No, oh. 11, as it happens. Uh, I'd never heard that term before. But the, the uh, 11 musicians are made up of really a group of trio settings. We have Victor Gould, Sullivan Fortner and Gregory Privat on piano, Matt Penman and Reggie Washington on bass, Marcus Gilmore, Terry Lynn Carrington and Arno Dolman on the drums and some background vocals from Malika Trillion and Stephen McKay. And of course, Jacques Schwartz, Bart on the sax. The Harlem Suite's out now on Ropadope, And thank you very much to them for sending us it.
0: Terrific stuff. You are listening to Jumping In, the best in modern and contemporary jazz here on Manx Radio with Chris and myself, H. Drop us a line anytime with any ideas or thoughts or something you might like to hear. Howard Kane at manxradio.com, Chris Kane at manxradio.com or both if you're feeling frisky. Paul Motion, one of my favourites of all time and certainly one of my favourite drummers of all time. And uh, I missed his birthday. How could I do that? 25th of March, Uh, it was sadly uh, we lost him, of course, in 2011 at the age of 80. But I didn't want to let the birthday pass. Uh, I've gone back to the 1980s, the late 80s, 89 for his On Broadway Volume 2 album, and this is I Got Rhythm. like in that track called the pusher dizzy gillespie would you believe going back it's something i came across after reading a french magazine or as much as my french would allow it uh and i didn't realize dizzy had scored for a film the cool world with dizzy gillespie doing the soundtrack and that "Pushers" is from it the uh, music originally mal um, Walden's music was heard in the avant-garde 60s film of harlem life uh, the cool world and then later on uh, when the soundtrack album that followed Dizzy Gillespie had other notions, uh, as he said in his autobiography, the album wasn't just like the film. I put a little Gillespiana in there, you know. None the worse for that either. Before that, uh, yeah, it was a late birthday boy and sadly no longer with us. Hopefully still drumming away wherever he is these days. Paul Motion with uh, the... On Broadway set the music, I love going back from 1989 with his version of I Got Rhythm, Paul on drums, Joe Lovano tenor, Bill Frizzell, of course, electric guitar,
1: Charlie Hayden bass. Very hard to beat. Well, that's about it for this week's show. We could just squeeze in a track from Polish keyboardist and composer Christoph Herzsen's latest release, Heart to Heart, which came out of a project in lockdown where Christoph composed the music for himself and longtime friend and collaborator, trumpet star Robert Majowski. The pair of them have worked together since the early 90s and you can feel the closeness of that relationship in their playing. This could be a new continuum for the noughties, is what I thought when I heard it. Here's looking up. Don't forget, we'll have an excellent show next week, as usual.
0: It is. It'll be jazz cats and chicks as well, I dare say.
1: <laughs> Bye for now.
0: Look after yourselves.